everybody, what's up? And welcome to another episode of the Walk in Love podcast. I'm your host, TJ Macedas, and that was the song Common Love by a band called For All Seasons off of their new Clarity EP. Would totally, 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 totally recommend you checking that out because I think it is a really good, solid album with a lot of great songs. And Common Love, that song that I just played, is my favorite. How are you guys doing? It's good to be here. We have a great show for you today. We have Trey Burton of the Philadelphia Eagles on. He's going to be talking with us for a little bit. And if you are wondering who Trey Burton is, he is the young man that threw this touchdown pass. So this is the Super Bowl. um, And he was the, so this is the Super Bowl fourth down trick play. Nick Foles. Oh. He's not going to be quarterback. He's going to just like walk off to the side. They're going to pitch it to Trey Burton, and he is going to throw a touchdown pass. So that man, Trey Burton, is on today. We're excited to have him on the show. Solid dude and uh, really grateful that he took the time to talk with us. So that's coming up. But before we get into that, I'm going to tell you guys just a little bit about what we have going on here Uh, I'm trying to do more video with the show, so sorry if I seem a little bit distracted, but I'm trying to like show you guys more video and just have it be more engaging in a lot of different ways. Um, So if you probably noticed the last two weeks, I'm the only one on the show. That's because we've had some staff changes here at Walk in Love. Um, And I I thought maybe I would talk talk about this, and then I thought I wouldn't, but... I just feel like it's good to be honest and upfront about some things that happen in life and in business and things like that. So I'm going to share. Um, so when you run a business, you have people who come and go. Um, and that's just sort of the nature of it. You know, there's no bad blood between any of the people who, who recently moved on. Emily's moving on to start her own uh uh, com- company, you know, photography company, and Lex was just ready for a change. And so they both moved on. And so that left me at a place of like, okay, what do I do? Uh, you know, we'd grown this team and, the, and then and now the team is smaller. And so I really was just like, I'm going to listen to the Lord and ask him what he wants from me and, and sort of try to focus in on, on, on actually just being still and listening instead of just reacting and, and replacing uh, people to do the jobs that they were doing. Maybe the Lord's trying to tell me something. Maybe there's something else out there for me, something different. Um, and, and so I just spent a lot of time over their last two weeks to just really listen and understand what the Lord wants for me. And I came to the conclusion that I think what I'm going to do is try to see what I can manage, uh, see how I can manage Walk in Love by myself with a little bit of help from our part-timer, Matt, and see if the see if that's the change that he wanted to make. Maybe simplify the way we do things a little bit, maybe focus on something else for, maybe just focusing on simplicity for a little bit. So that's what I'm doing. And, I, and I've printed out these... Um, these sheets for my work day. So this is Monday and I've got my tasks here and the amount of time that I want to do it. I'm really trying to time block. So right now I'm in record episode um, because I just want to try to see if like maybe simplifying what we do, spending a little bit more time on with it, on it, me personally, will maybe open up something that the Lord is trying to speak to me. And, and I think a lot of times when people see business owners and, and because we share, you know, because business owners are so open about sharing on Instagram and and what they're doing, you see, you you can kind of sort of glamorize it in your mind. Like, Oh man, that'd be so cool if I could just like record podcasts and like talk to Super Bowl champs and like, you know, just like be like, you know, that. And, 
And you don't a lot of a lot of times see the other side of it, which is the nittier grittier side, which is trying to deal with the staff and understand how to serve them well and lead them well, but knowing that they're their own people. And at some point, some of them are going to leave. And, it, and it's very rare that people stay with companies a long time now. Uh, that seems sort of like a thing of the past. And I think the average person is with a company two years before they move on to something else. And so being a leader in that kind of culture is a little bit challenging and, and but you, you just roll with the punches. And there was a time in my life where I would have been frustrated and angry and bitter. And, 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 and I've learned that that's not really worth it. And that as a leader, I can just move on and, and be happy for people moving on to something new and, and uh, just focus on, on what I need to focus on, which is creating good content for our great customers and, and hopefully providing them with something of value uh, that they really, really love. So that's kind of what's going on here. I thought I'd share a little bit, just just get a little honest uh, about it. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions about it, I'd be happy to answer, leave them in the comments. Or if you have any questions about sort of that, that time in business ownership, I'd be happy to answer them for you. Um, we, uh, before we get to the interview with Trey Burton, we are going to go to some trending, uh, topics. And one of my favorite things that happened this week was Sean White, uh, winning the gold medal. Spoiler alert if you, uh, haven't seen it, but, um, I watched this live with, with Brooke, um, and I haven't been watching a ton of the Olympics, not as much as I thought I would, but that's mostly just because we have a new baby and things like that. But Sean White was down. This uh, the, the guy from Jap Japan was in the lead, and he had to nail this run. And I just remember being so, 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 so nervous for him. I don't know who he is. I've never met this man in my life, but, man, I wanted him to win. You know, redemption for him from uh, a previous Olympics that he did not do so well in last time, and then he had a bad injury. And so, like, I was just, like, amped up. And Brooke was like, you are so nervous about this right now. And I really was. It was so, it was so scary and intense. And, and uh, But, you know, let me, let me fast forward to a clip of him sort of landing. A, uh, so here's the moment where he where he realized that he nailed it and he's emotional and he, I feel like he knew at that point that he won, but it was such a cool, cool moment. And I'm glad I got to watch it live. Uh, the Olympics are a little weird because they're so far away and like you're technically watching tomorrow morning. And so it, it, it's sort of a weird thing, but that moment for me was a really cool Olympic moment. I haven't watched much since, but a highlight of my Olympics for sure was watching Sean White win the gold. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what's, that was a big trending story that kind of took over the internet for a day the other trending story is that Black Panther is out. So Black Panther is here and people are freaking out about it. Everyone seems to love it, except for me. <laughs> so here's my Black Panther review. I was so excited to see it and I am a huge Marvel fan. I really like all the Marvel movies, you know, not not all of them, but I like most of them. And so like, I was like, this is going to be good, you know, uh, super, super hyped, but I was kind of disappointed and maybe, and, and, and I felt like it was very similar to the first Thor movie. So like the first Thor movie I thought was like a little boring and a little bit too long. And, and I kind of felt like this about Black Panther that like it was about 20 minutes too long. 
Um, and it just sort of felt, it was just sort of a little bit boring to me. Um, I felt like there was a lot of scenes of the main character, the Black Panther, basically saying the same thing to, this, to, to different people. Like, he wants to be a good king, he wants to be a good leader, and he said that to his sister, and then he said that to his girlfriend, and then he said that to his uh, dead father, and then he said that to his mom. And, like, I just felt like all of those scenes could have been condensed into one. Um, I felt like they, they, they uh, introduced the villain, who's played by Nick Cannon, super, super well. Like, he was, like, all sneaky and, like, really, like, it was kind of a cool way, like, real subtle way to introduce him. And then from that point on, I thought he was very, like, obvious in everything that he said. Um, I thought he was just, like, kind of over the top and basically said what he wanted to do over and over again, um, where when they introduced him, I thought he was going to be this, like, super sort of under-the-radar sneaky uh, villain. But that's just my review. You know, if, if you liked it, you liked it. And if you didn't, you didn't. Um, and that's the interesting thing about this movie. It seems to be so polarizing. Like, you have to love it or you don't know what you're talking about. And if you hate it, you're a racist and, and all this kind of weird sort of stuff going on on the internet about this movie. And I'm like, it's just a superhero movie, everybody. Let's take a breath. If you like it, that's great. If you don't like it, who cares? Move on. There's probably people who don't like Toy Story in the world. Do I understand those people? No. Will people understand that I don't like Panther? I don't know. Probably not. But, but that's just my honest opinion about it. Um, I probably won't watch it again. Um, I'm excited, though, for it to continue because, like Thor, I thought the first Thor was so boring. Um, and the second one was an improvement. And then the third, the most recent Thor, Thor Ragnarok, I thought was one of Marvel's strongest movies. So I always think first movies are a little bit harder to get um, because they have to do this backstory and sort of create this character and create this world. And, like, they spend a lot of time creating that can be a little bit drawn out. Um, that you don't get to like the action and the drama and the intrigue as quickly. Um, and then they sort of build that into the sequel and, and, the, and the trilogy as well. So, uh, you know, that's my opinion. Uh, it was okay. Uh, but if you liked it, great. I, I just kind of felt like it fell a little bit flat. Um, so that, that was, that's sort of the two trending topics. We always go over what's trending at Walk in Love. Um, and if you guys didn't notice, last week we, on this podcast, we announced walkinlovecontent.com. And so I'm going to take you through a little tour of the website. Uh, so this is walkinlovecontent.com. We basically, uh, when Emily decided to move on to start her own business, we kind of, we posted this like, hey, we're hiring a content creator job. And we got hundreds of applications from all over the country. And so it started making me think, okay, if I'm going to simplify what I do and maybe not bring on more staff, what does that look like in terms of content? How do I create that sort of volume of content that we're, that we're known for? And so I decided to create this site called walkinlovecontent.com where we pay you as a photographer or content creator to create content for us. Um, and, and so if you go through this site, um, this is how it works. Uh, you can select a campaign, which are listed below. You submit a short brief and examples of your work, and then you submit an invoice and get paid. So we have some current campaigns up there, um, but what we're really excited to do is release the tease of the week this way. So, so a lot of these campaigns will be tease of the week specific. Um, and if you have any more questions, you can go to walkandlovecontent.com. You can apply here up at the top. Um, you can see the content required. So we require two full body vertical images, two medium vertical images, two detailed vertical images, two smiling, happy face vertical images, and then two horizontal images of your choosing. We've gotten a lot of great applications already, which is super exciting. Um, I haven't had the chance to go through them, but I've sort of clicked through all of them, but I've sort of clicked through a few and I'm like, oh, there's so many talented people in this world. It is 
amazing. Um, so we're excited to uh, see what you guys do and and start creating with you um, some really great content. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what's happening lately. Uh, I'd love to know what you guys think about Black Panther. Uh, Matt saw it, uh, who works here, and he sort of gave it a similar review. He probably liked it a little bit more than I did. Uh, I have another buddy, Chase, that, that saw it, and sort of similar. I actually went with a, a friend of mine who works at Supply named Kyle, and he felt sort of similar. So, so I don't know if uh, we're in the minority or uh, whatever, but I, I feel like it's going to end up after all the opening weekend and people start reviewing it. I think it's going to end up in like the seven out of 10 range um, because I think, you know, you'll have people that have, give it a one and give it a 10. But I think most people will end up giving it like a five, six, seven, eight um, out of 10. So that's where I think it'll end up. Um, but I'm very excited. It did get me excited because I was really pumped up to see a Marvel movie and I'm really pumped up to see. Uh, Avengers Infinity War, I think that's what it's called. Anyways, but that's the, 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 yeah, I'd love to know what you guys think. Uh, I'd love to also know what you guys think about walkandlovecontent.com. If you're a content creator, I'd tell you to head there now. Um, but after this short break, we'll be back with Super Bowl champion Trey Burton. How cool is it that I get to say that on the Walk and Love podcast? All right, we'll be right back. Hey, podcast listeners and watchers, we have a special deal just for you. Uh, if you guys watched this far in the show, you're going to get a special coupon for 30% off anything in your cart, a one-time coupon. Just use the code podcast at checkout on shopwalkandlove.com. Hey guys, welcome back uh, to the Walk and Love podcast. I am very, very excited about our next guest. Uh, uh, between the two of us, we've thrown one Super Bowl touchdown pass. With me now is Trey Burton, Super Bowl champ, father of three. Trey, how are you today? Oh man, doing well. Doing oh, good. For having me on. Yeah, so Super Bowl champions, unbelievable. You know, we're obviously in, in Pennsylvania, so. Everyone here was rooting for the Eagles. You couldn't find a single Patriots fan, and if you did, they were probably hiding underground because Eagles fans are intense. Um, but how you doing, man? How you feeling? You know, just living, living the high life right now. I'm sure. Yeah, man. It's been a it's been a crazy last week or so. Um, I'm 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 back in Florida now. So okay. I'm out of the cold. Right. That's nice. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it for too much longer. Minnesota was a crazy. Yes. Cold. Yeah, uh, you got yeah. It, it seems like the warm weather Super Bowls are, are the better better place to have them. Yeah, I don't know who makes the yeah. decisions for that, but, <laughs> but we need to, start we moving them to. back down south. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but we have some questions from our audience, um, from our fans. Uh, the first question comes from Jamie Calix. She wants to know what are your pre-game rituals? Like, is there a song you listen to, or like, what gets you what's get, gets you fired up for a big game? Yeah. The the longer I've this game the more I've realized that uh, you need to have a routine so I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say you know I do this ritualistic thing or anything mm -hmm. like that but I have a I have a normal routine you know where it's as like I, I try to get to the stadium a little bit more than three hours before the game and um, you know just uh, do a bunch of like small things in a certain way and it doesn't have to be in the exact order but like at a certain time you know i know that oh it's time for me to go get my wrist taped or it's time mm -hmm. to go put my eye black on or, right um things like that but uh i would say the only thing you know that would be constant uh every single game before we go out after the coach like does our his last uh last little meeting with the whole team and we're about to run out the tunnel i always put on you make me brave uh, by Bethel. Oh, awesome! And, uh, I actually, I actually don't. I'm not. A, I, I love listening to the music, but I enjoy watching it a lot more. Uh -huh. So when they do like those live, um, live music videos, 
man. Gets you going. Right down, yeah, it's right down my alley. Right. I think I might add eye black to my morning ritual. Just like get <laughs> yeah. ready, get up, put my eye black on, come into the office. That might be something that I think my wife would be into. Um, so, yeah, so obviously you threw a touchdown pass. Did you ever think that would be your life? Uh, you were a quarterback, though, at one point, right? Yeah, no, I never thought, you know, it was going to happen. We've had, we had to play in for a little bit of time and, um, you know, was hoping that we were going to call it. Uh, but what better time to call it than in the Super Bowl? Oh, man, so cool. I just remember, like, I'm watching it with my family and I just freak out. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, that's Trey. That's Trey. He has a walking motion. He has a walking motion. <laughs> um, yeah, so how were you feeling? Like, when it was called, were you just like, were you ready? Like, like what were you feeling when that play was called? Uh, I think like the first, the only really thought that I had was like, all right, we're really doing this like right now. Right. Um, didn't really think about the situation or, you know, really anything else. I mean, I was confident that I was going to be able to get it to him. Right. Uh, I mean, he was so wide open, you know. I oh. Looks like we lost a little bit of audio there. Are you still with us? Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, there we go. We got you back. Um, yeah, that's all right. Um, the next question we have from is Allison Rehum. She wants to know if you would give what advice you'd give to your younger self. I, I mean, you don't look that old. How old are you? I'm 26. 26. Yeah, yeah. I'm 32. So, uh, yeah, that's making me feel even older. Thanks, Trey. I appreciate that. <laughs> I got I got three kids, bro. So yeah, I'm really old. that's right. Yeah, I've only got two, so you got me beat there. Yeah. So yeah, any advice uh, you'd give to your younger self? Yeah, I mean, uh, if we're are we talking about like faith-wise? Talking Just, about sports I think wise? I think uh, any sort of perspective you can give on that would be good. Um, you know, my the advice I'd give to my younger self is I'd probably go to this really sweet haircut earlier in life and not have the mop head. But that's just me. Uh, I, I think a, a lot of areas um, in my life, like from high school to college and college to the NFL, um, if we're just talking about the athletic side of things, would be uh, just make sure. I, I think I could have taken more advantage or like soaked in um, my time better and more in high school and mm -hmm. in college just because I was so eager to get to the next level and what's the next thing right yep um, instead, of, instead of being in the moment and staying in the moment so um, one of the one of the do, one of the guys who would come and speak to our team every single year um, was doc, Dr. Elko and one of the biggest things he would always tell us was be where your feet are and don't worry about you know the next next day or next year or whatever but like enjoy the time that you um, are in right now and uh, so that's been really beneficial for me the last couple of years. Right. That's awesome. And, and I think that's pretty truthful, too, for your faith level as well. Like you always and just life in general, like you, you're engaged and you like you just can't wait to get married. And so you, you sometimes don't soak up that engagement or yeah. soak up those yeah. few few first years of marriage. And you just kind of think of the next one. I think that's good. Yeah. Athletically. Or I, want, or I want to have kids. I want to have, right. have a thousand kids. But you know, <laughs> enjoy the time that you have, the only time you have with your wife, you know, during those right, uh, yeah. couple months or whatever. Yeah, that's really good. Um and, and I guess the last question and the main question, this wasn't just from one specific person, but the main question that we got throughout our feed and on social was you guys on the Eagles this year seem to have a really special faith-based core group of guys. And, and we'd love to just hear some insight on sort of what that locker room dynamic was, how that, you know, influenced the, the success of the season and just sort of any sort of input you could give us on um, what it was like being in, in, in what seemed to be a very Christ-centered locker room. Yeah, I mean, man, I don't know where to even start with that. I just know that we're, what we were a part of or what I was a part of, you know, the last three or four years has just been really special. Um, we've had a lot of guys who are extremely bold and outspoken about their faith. And, uh, and what's really cool is when you have a bunch of guys collectively together speaking about their faith boldly, 
um, it just tends to draw more attention to it. Mm -hmm. And then it gives you the okay or it gives you, if you have any doubt or any anxiety or any fear about, you know, talking about your faith or um, what Jesus or the Lord's done in your life, and you see the starting quarterback or the head coach or the offensive coordinator speaking about their faith so boldly, um, I mean, you have no uh, other option but to, you know, follow their lead. And so I remember um, one of the things that really helped me when I first got to Philly was my, was my uh, rookie year, and uh, I was invited to Bible study. It was before meetings and things. It was like 7.15 in the morning, and I remember I walk into Bible study, and uh, the first person that says anything was Nick Foles. And I'm like, okay, cool. This dude, dude's a beast, spiritually right, nice. Yeah. You know, he's, he's opening up us up in prayer and everything. And and, I, and then it, it goes on longer and longer. And, and Nick starts leading the Bible study. And Nick starts, you know, talking about breaking breaking verses down and you know getting deep into the Word. And I remember leaving that first Bible study, and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, the starting quarterback, like the most quote unquote important person right. on, on an NFL football team is leading Bible study, what am I doing with my life? Wow, that's, and I, yeah. I just remember, you know, just the challenge that uh, it, I faced with that. And, you know, I was like, man, if this guy's speaking so boldly, why why, why am I afraid to say anything? Oh, it looks like we're losing like you a little bit here. We're having some audio some issues, audio but, issues, but um, um, hey, Trey, you still, hey, with, Trey, us? You still with us? Hmm. hmm. I don't know if it's your connection. It paused a little bit, but uh, we can't hear you. But uh, that was our last question, and, and you got it head on. We won't take any more of your time, uh, but we really appreciate you uh, reaching out to us. And people can, I can't really hear you, man, but it's okay. Um, but people can find you on Instagram at Trey Burton8. Uh, and we'd love to, to have our fans go and check out what Trey's doing. Appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much Thank for being, so much with, for us. being with us. Maybe just give us a thumbs up, up <laughs> since we can't hear you right now. Um, but appreciate you, man. And uh, hope your offseason goes really well and lots of success to you in the future. All right, Trey, we'll see you later, man. All right, guys, that's it. Sorry about the little technical difficulty at the end. Obviously, we're new to this interview thing. But what powerful uh, words. You know, this guy's an NFL player. He's 26 years old, and just for him to, to, to see that the leadership of someone else in his life really prompted him to be more bold about his faith. Um, <clears throat> and I often think, like, like I'm just one guy that sells T-shirts in a very small town uh, of Mannheim, Pennsylvania, and uh, I think sometimes we underestimate the reach that we can have and the things that we can do for the Lord. And, and even you can even hear it just an, an NFL player saying just that he went to his first Bible study. He's new to the NFL and he sees this guy leading him. And he says, man, if he's doing that, what can I do? And, and I think that all of you are probably in a position like that, where you might see someone that's, that, that is doing something really great. And, and instead of being like, Oh no, like my life stinks, blah, blah, blah. That could be really easy, but instead use that to sort of motivate you to get out there and do something bold for the Lord. Uh, not necessarily everybody will have the platform that Trey does. Not everybody will have the platform that Nick Foles does. Not everybody will have the platform that I do, but I think whatever platform we have, uh, we should use well and use it for the Lord. And and, and I just, again, we, we had audio issues there at the end, but again, I want to just say thank you to Trey Burton for taking the time to, to meet with us. Obviously, as an NFL player, he gets reached out to by a lot of people, but we appreciate his time and we appreciate your time. We obviously are very, very grateful for for our fans and audience for watching that. We have lots more guests coming in the future. Um, and so we got, we hope you guys will keep coming back. Thank you for watching and we'll see you next time. Bye.